everybody, welcome back to Bucketheads Land Grant Holy Lands College Basketball Podcast. My name is Connor Lamans, and it is about an hour, maybe two hours after Ohio State's 80-69 overtime victory in front of 13,744 people at the Schottenstein Center tonight. It was a doozy. Ohio State really was in, in total control of this game through the first 30 minutes or so. Um, they, cut, they got the lead up to about 11 points at one point. The game was never out of hand for Indiana. There was never a point where you know it was it was snowballing out of hand for Indiana, but it just felt like Ohio State really had this one under wraps for most of the game. Um, but the Hoosiers fought back. They went on a 14-2 run towards the end of the second half. They got them up by four points. Um, it was looking pretty bad for the Buckeyes. They went on about a five-minute cold streak where they didn't score at all. And then in the final minute, Malachi Branham hit a few free throws. And then uh, on the final possession, down two, um, Malachi Branham had the ball and he dribbled around, drew three defenders, found EJ Liddell for an open dunk that forced overtime, and the Buckeyes took care of business in overtime. Um, Branham had what I think is his best game as a Buckeye so far. I know he had 32 against Nebraska, um, but considering the circumstances, you know, playing at home, trying to get the double by in the Big Ten tournament, playing against a solid Indiana team that's got a top 20 defense, I think all those things considered, this was Malachi Branham's. Um, I think this was his best game as a Buckeye, and I think that in a few months, if we look back and he gets drafted in the NBA draft, we're going to look and see that you know this game is going to be on every single highlight reel that they show on TV. Um, EJ Liddell struggled a little bit. He had 16 points, though. Um, he, he really did struggle through the first half, especially. He only had five in the first half. After the game, we talked to Indiana head coach Mike Woodson, as well as Chris Holtman, EJ Liddell, and Malachi Branham about the game. Um, about the final minute or so of regulation is what Woodson talked the most about. Um, Indiana had a chance to close it down, and they couldn't do it. So without further ado, I'll go ahead and get you to your press conference with head coach Mike Woodson, head coach Chris Holtman, EJ Liddell, and Malachi Branham. Mike, going into that timeout with, I think, a minute 30, a minute 25 left, you only allowed like five scores on 20 possessions. What kind of comes apart after that timeout, that last maybe minute and a half, and then obviously going into overtime? Well, it was really my timeout, um, up four, and we come out of timeout and we throw the ball away. And that's kind of what triggered it, I thought. Uh, it gave them hope again. You know, I mean, if we come out of that possession at least shooting two, three, or free, two free throws or at least attempting a shot, it eats into the clock. I mean, we didn't even eat into the clock. We threw it away trying to feed it inside. And and then they came down and we fouled. And then the last possession before it went into overtime, I mean, I thought we, with 15 on the clock, we played as well as we could play it. And then, you know, we we lost our man, you know, at the Liddell at the, at the rim, man. And he was able to dunk it and send it to overtime, man. That was the, that's probably the biggest possession of the, of the game. Just specifically talk about the last two, last two offensive possessions for you guys. You, you decided not to call a timeout on either one of those, but what did you kind of want to see there? Did you like the idea of just letting them play out? Just no, I mean, that had, no, that had no bearing on it. I mean, you're reaching right there. I, you know, we were up. They were up, I think, five or six at the time. When X got the uh, the tech and took him out of the game, I thought Miller got a great look at a three that we ran full court coming up. But from that point on, we had the foul. They missed, I think, one of their free throws, but we had nothing left 
you know, nothing else left after that. I'm sorry, I meant in regulation. That's my fault. Well, in regulation, again, you know, we, I mean, we, when we up four, right. we throw the ball away out of timeout. That's the biggest possession of the night, I think, because we got nothing out of it. And we came down and we fouled. And you're up two with 15 seconds, you got to get a stop, and we give up a layup. Those are the two biggest possessions to me of the night. Jeff. So you mentioned trying to teach these guys to win games like this um, at Wisconsin, at Syracuse. What is it that is the difference between winning these games and losing these games? I mean, you just we got to get them over the hump, man. I mean, I I wish I had the uh, the magic the magic pill to to get them over the hump right now because again we're right there. I. I can't fault effort. You know, they played hard tonight and, you know, got back in it and put ourselves in a great position. But again, you know, in winning close games, you got to do everything right. And you can't come out of a timeout up four and throw it away. And then you got to be solid. I mean, if they're going to make a shot to tie the ball game, it surely can't be a layup. And that's what happened. Yeah, obviously you're short in a point guard position. Your thoughts on Xavier Johnson's decision making throughout the game and over? Well, I mean, he, he, I thought he played, you know, he played well. I mean, I can't fault Xavier. I mean, you know, he was fighting, you know, pretty much the whole game. I mean, he made some good plays, some bad plays. It's a part of it. But, um, you know, I, I'm not sitting here complaining about being shorthanded. I thought we competed well enough to win the game. Going on being shorthanded, how, how tough of a cover was Barano with maybe your two best defenders, Galloway and Fennessey, not being able to participate? Well, again, I mean, that's it's a part of it. You know, I mean, you know, I thought Miller at one time was playing him well, but, hey, he he got away. I mean, and, and he made plays, and, you know, we, we had no answer for him. I mean, I thought early on we, we played him pretty good, but as the game wore on, I don't know if the fatigue set in or what, but he was the guy that they went to, and we couldn't we couldn't get the stops that we needed to get. Okay, Tom and Jordan. Mike, you uh, Martina, you know, in the midst of a losing streak, and your top ten worked their way back in the game, holding Ohio State to six points in nine minutes. I mean, can you talk a little bit about that part of the game, though, at least in getting back into it? Well, again, guys, our defense has been solid all year. I mean, it's it's put us in the position where we could possibly win games. And, you know, again, I'm, I'm not putting it on the players. I, As a coach, I've always put it on myself. I got to learn and help these guys get over the hump. I mean, yeah, I didn't play the last play where we gave up the layup or threw, I didn't throw the ball away when we were up, up four, but I got to mentally somehow get these guys to understand time score situations and being comfortable and making plays down the stretch. You know, that's how you win basketball games. Mike, um, it's just the fifth loss in a row, and you talked just a little bit about it, but the demeanor of the team is, and you're going home to, win, to play Maryland, but how, 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 do you, how, can, how do you get over the hump and, and, and mentally, mentally with these guys? Well, we, well, we were four, four losses coming into the night, George, and this team is not quitting. You know, by any means. I mean, if, if you think that, then I think you're watching the wrong game tonight. I mean, these guys came and they competed. And unfortunately, I wasn't able to get them, you know, over the hump. So, I mean, we go back now. We got Maryland, which we played them early on. And we got to go home and 
try to get our mojo back. You know what I mean? That's what it's all about. I mean, we got to find a win somewhere. So we're feeling good about ourselves. And we'll got two days to prepare and, and see where we are from there. Okay, last question, Adam. Mike, I think Ohio State scored on eight of its first nine possessions in the second half to open that 11-point lead. And then the, you mentioned your defense. How did, were you able to start affecting them, uh, their offense at that point in the game to where they went so long without scoring when they'd done it so well? Well, I thought, you know, I mean, we, you know, we started making catches tough. Uh, you know, they just couldn't get good looks. And, you know, they missed a couple of good, good looks at the rim, but I just thought our defense was – was solid to get us back where we were able to take the lead. And I don't know if fatigue set in coming down the stretch, but we couldn't really get the stops I thought we needed to get. And that 15 seconds don't get no bigger than that, man. I mean, I thought we had played the play as well as you could play it. We just got lost on the backside, and I had two guys leaving leaving the rim, and and – one of the guys that was left open was Liddell. And I mean, it just, when I looked at it before I came in, it was just something that shouldn't have happened. But, you know, you can blame it on fatigue or just not used to being in this position. But those, that's the play you got to close out and make the young man make a tough shot over the top, not a dunk or a layup. Okay, coach, thank you. We just needed a stop, so we got that stop after I made the free throws, um, and then we were just trying to get a bucket to, you know, force the overtime or you know, win the game, and you know, it was you know, execution. I think it was just the defense end. I felt like uh, we got a lot of stops when we needed to get the stops, and uh, that was an area we needed to improve on. Uh, is getting stops, not allowing as many offensive rebounds, and I felt like we did that. So, on the timeout that they called, like a minute twenty-three to go, EJ, you had the, the, the deflection that started the run there. Uh, Mike Woodson said that was like the play of the game, basically. Did you have an idea, or how did you read that play, and, and how important was it to get a stop in that specific play? Uh, before the game, I mean, yesterday I asked Coach could I guard him whenever uh, me and Kyle was in the game. So I felt like uh, uh, they were going to go to him at the end of the game because he's been their go-to guy. So uh, I just did use extra effort plays to uh, get that ball. So I felt like uh, our defense created offense for us. How much momentum, you know, did that dunk at the end of regulation give you guys? And what was kind of the feeling in the huddle going into overtime? Did you feel like, you know, all the momentum was on your side at that point? Uh, definitely. I feel like the crowd got a, like was a lot more live after that overtime was really rocking. Uh, and I just feel like uh, that that uh, helped us out our uh, defensive stops. Honestly, I know I keep talking about defense, but uh, after the dunk, Jamar got had a great block, and um, that just carried over to overtime. We always just locked in on that end. So. And Malachi, can you take us through that that play that we're, I was just talking about there at the end of regulation? You found uh, EJ. What did yeah. you see on that play, and how, how did that all come together for you? Um, I saw EJ. I saw him wide open, and I threw it to him. You know, and I know he was going to do the right decision, which he did. Dunked it. So um, I was just trying to make the right play for real, and I, I, I did that. EJ, what kind of confidence do you guys have in Malachi, the true freshman, late in Big Ten play, where you kind of just put the ball in his hands and let him make a read when you're trying to win basketball? 
I've said before the season even started when I first met it that he was a bucket getter. And uh, uh, as the year goes on, he's going to keep getting better and better. And um, I feel like he's seeing the game a lot better, slowing down. Uh, and he's just had a great night all around. So. Um, what kind of lift did you guys feel like Gene Brown gave you? He had uh, a couple steals early, a couple deflections. Obviously, he scored a little more than he typically does. Just what, what did he give you all tonight? Uh, I felt like he came up, um, you know, he started the game with energy. Um, if we needed that, um, you know, he scored buckets. Like you said, he was getting deflections and steals. Um, and I felt like that kind of carried over to what we needed to do to win the game. Malachi, I was going to ask about if you make that similar pass, but you did that, I think, in the first or second game of the year. Right? Yeah. When you get in those situations, you've got the ball in your hand. How are you viewing the court? You know, you can take it to the basket. We see that, but you've got EJ, you've got other guys. Yeah. What do you kind of see in those situations? Maybe not this one in particular, but? Um, really, I just kind of look for the right play. You know, I'm, I'm not a guy that really forces up a, a bad shot, you know, um, and I just kind of read the game. Um, like EJ said, it's kind of slowing down for me, so I kind of took my time, and EJ was wide open, so I just threw it to him, and, you know, he did the rest. Chris has talked to us a few times about getting you rest when he can, mm -hmm. the freshman wall. Do you feel like that you've hit that, that you did hit that at any point? or? Are you um, nah, I don't think I hit it. Um, you know, I still got to, you know, condition myself to play, you know, minutes like that. But, um, you know, I'm just, I feel, I feel fine, you know, just take a little ice bath and, yeah, that's it. <laughs> I think most people would have assumed that your ability to score would have translated before anything else. But you just kind of said that you don't take bad shots. You yeah. seem to know how to score and don't necessarily get outside of yourself to go to those baskets. I guess, how did you develop that skill? Not just like being able to do it, but knowing where your shots just should come from. Mm -hmm. Um, kind of just getting to my spots, you know, where I know I, I know I can make a shot. Um, so, you know, I got to my spots tonight, and you know, they was next following. So, so are you a big heat check guy at all, or is it just kind of like? Um, yeah, yeah, I'm a heat check guy. Yeah, yeah, I definitely am. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mal Malachi, I'm curious. You're kind of on top of what I was saying, but. When it comes to, you, you mentioned the slowing down of the game and, and getting more comfortable. It seems like just offensive efficiency has kind of come naturally as, you know, games continue for you. And I'm, What part of your game, whether it's offensively specifically, defensively specifically, have you seen the game slow down the most and has led to this reason? Um, kind of just like reads on the offensive um, end, like ball screens, how they playing them. Um, I feel like I've been working on that, you know, in practice and games. So. I feel like I got, I got better. I'm getting better at that. And EJ, I'm, I'm curious. This is a team that hasn't lost back-to-back -back games this year. And I'm, what has kind of allowed you guys to have that sense, that unity, to kind of turn things around on a dime, even if you know, you know, especially to respond in less than 48 hours after that Iowa loss. I mean, what what has allowed you guys to kind of regroup and kind of get? Not kind of thing, let things just spiral out of control. Uh-huh. Uh, just being resilient, honestly. Uh, guys locking in on the things we need to get better at. Uh, I just feel like that's the defensive end is just being able to uh, play off of each other. Like, uh, every night is gonna, not going to be my night. And guys like Kai, Jamari, uh, Gene, they all stepped up tonight and made big plays at, at the right time. So, And Kyle. I got to throw Kyle in there, too. So, yeah. EJ, what, what's going through your head right now? When, when you were here two days ago, you were looking down a lot, and it was obviously a tough, a tough loss. To go through everything that that game was, and then to go through everything this game was, 11-point lead disappears, you force overtime. What is going through your head? 
Uh, I'm just happy we fought through adversity, honestly. They had their run at the right time. Uh, just happy we won this game. We got to turn the page to uh, Thursday. Um, so just happy we won this game. We got to string together games, uh, get the two wins in a row. So. Did you learn something about yourself today? Uh, nothing I already didn't know, uh, that we were a resilient team. Last question. Kind of going off that. Uh, Question for both of you guys. You beat Duke, you got a win against Wisconsin here. But today you fought back to get the win. Does it mean a little more? And how special is it you guys saw a lot of smiles there after tying it up? How special is it you guys get the win now that it did you get that. <laughs> uh I mean it just it just means a lot. It, I like I'm so happy we just fought through adversity, honestly. Uh, like I said, I'm sorry to keep talking about defense, but our defense carried the offense. Uh, I just felt like us locking in on that end really like propelled us to go win that game. So uh, shout out to Jamari for the great ball pressure. Gene came out really good. Uh, Kyle came out, played some great defense as well. Zed, all those guys, every guy who got minutes on the floor uh, just went out there and played the hardest. So. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks, guys. Thank you. guys um, obviously a really really gritty <clears throat> gritty uh, emotional uh, win uh, really proud of our guys got a lot of respect for um, this Indiana team I think they're they're really talented a bona fide NCAA tournament team I know they've hit some struggles but uh, got a lot of respect for, for their talent and for uh, the job Mike's doing um, and his staff is doing and I just thought our guys were phenomenal uh, in the closing two or three minutes. We were, um, you know, we had some guys struggling physically, uh, to be honest with you. And, uh, you know, their defense has something to do with it. But uh, we did have some guys struggling physically. But um, no, 22 wasn't struggling. <laughs> Chris, this is the first game you've had that's gone down to the wire. It's not the first game that you've had to figure some things out in the final seconds. Did you learn anything new about your team and the way this one transpired? No, I, I think, Adam, um, you know, we've just got to make sure that we're doing uh, as good a job as we can getting the ball to our, our playmakers. And sometimes that changes. You know, EJ was struggling getting to his spots tonight. Um, uh, and then our playmakers have to make the right read. And, and 22 was a fantastic playmaker tonight, both for himself and for others. So I give uh, Malachi a lot of credit. But uh, it was really simple. I thought we executed exceptionally well in the last two minutes. Uh, really, really well. Um, and I want to give our crowd a benefit, uh, mm -hmm. a, lot, a lot of love. I thought our crowd was great the last, really, 10 minutes when we needed it. I thought. You know, I thought uh, there was a stretch of the game where they got a little bit of momentum, and we could, f I could feel our guys get, you know, get a little frustrated, maybe even a little, you know, just frustrated. We're missing shots, and uh, we just tried to keep it really simple and keep it in our playmakers' hands. And our execution on offense and on defense were, was, was good. But I, it's been good all year, late, to be honest with you. With uh, well, like I said, with the exception of two games. 
So when, with a minute 23 to go or whatever it was, when Indiana comes out of the timeout, EJ gets the steal. Um, how big of a moment was that? It's maybe kind of an obvious question, but that, that for them, Mike Woodson was lamenting that at length in here. Yeah, I thought uh, EJ did a great job. I, I really want to give EJ credit because EJ, you know, asked to guard Trace. Um, and um, I thought he was able to give him different angles and keep a body on him. And Trace is such a phenomenal player that that probably took a lot out and, and, and affected EJ's uh, offense. But um, he was, uh, it was a big time deflection. Chris, it kind of looked like you were just giving Malachi a ball screen to let him kind of go from there at the end of the game. Was that kind of the gist of it? And, and I guess, how has your comfort level in putting him in those positions kind of developed over the course of the year? Yeah, as you, as you guys know, and as you know, Bill, watching us, I mean, we've evolved into that a lot here in the last month. Now, we weren't that way at the beginning of the year because he wasn't, his game wasn't at that point at the beginning of the year. It was still a little too fast for him. But uh, we put him in a combination of single and double ball screens and then also ran him off some actions. It was about a combination of three or four set plays uh, that all kind of finished looking similar, um, but they were a little bit different, different variations. Um, about four, yeah, about four, di four different ones. And then the baseline underneath and overtime, EJ made a great individual play. We just tried to isolate him on that side. Uh, Malachi's, Malachi's in here, he said, you know, I, I try not to take bad shots, and I think that does kind of stand out about him. He just sort of knows how to get to his spots. Like yeah. his, his level of, of sort of understanding that as a true freshman, is that elevated for guys you've been around? Uh, it is. His maturity level's elevated. I I've said that all along. He's... He's one of the most mature freshmen I've, I've ever coached, just um, in terms of across the board, you know, just <clears throat> really high maturity level. And some of that's with his IQ and feel for the game, which has really grown in the last, you know, really. I mean, if you saw us in Florida, you would say, okay, he's a completely different player. And those of you that were in Florida, you would say that right now. He is completely different. He's worked at it, and he's taken coaching, and he's taken criticism, and found a way to get better, and, and uh, that's maturity, right? You know, that's maturity. That's a sign of maturity. I'm not blaming anybody else. I'm accepting accountability. I'm going to find a way to get better. I'm going to really work at it, and that's a, that's a great sign of maturity. Coach, how uh, tangible was the momentum shift there at the end of regulation when you guys were in the huddle going into overtime, and what was the confidence level from, from you guys and your team at that point? Um, I, I think they were, you know, they were really confident. We were really glad we got it to overtime. You know, they they were up four with the ball with, what, a minute 23 or 24 to go, you know. But it's still a long game. Um, we just wanted to make them earn it in the half court and um, and then quickly get into a couple actions that we had, that we talked about in the timeout. But not, we honestly didn't have the legs to, like, really push it off of, off of misses, you know, where, where normally I'd like to have some freedom and push it off of misses. We just didn't have the, the speed or the legs to do that. But, um, yeah, it was a long game, but it was, you know, coming back, that them with the ball, you know, that, that, that didn't look great at that point. And you wanted guys other than EJ to step up, step up offensively, of course, and Eugene Brown had 10 points for you guys yeah. tonight. Um, how big was, was that? Lift? I thought Gene was great. Jamari's three was huge. He's got to look to shoot even more. I thought Michi's uh, readiness to shoot after overtime on the three was critical. Um, 
So we, we needed that, but uh, yeah, Gene's play overall was, was really good for us. Um, first, the last 10 seconds of regulation, I don't know, that would just seem like the best possible scenario. You got EJ yeah. and Malachi ball yeah. offense, and then Tamari's the guy who's guarding. Yeah. I don't know if they have drawn up any better than that. Yeah, no, it was, uh, it was um, they knew what we were running. They didn't want to call a timeout. Um, I did think about it, though. You know, I, I, you're, you're thinking on the fly there. And I, I did think I was very close to calling a timeout, but I'd rather not call a timeout in that situation if we can get organized quickly enough. And I thought we did get organized quickly enough. Um, and I didn't love our defensive thrust after our make, uh, but I thought Jamari was really good on the ball. Then, I just thought our awareness could have been a little bit better. And then with Malachi again, I think everybody knew he could score at this level once he kind of figured it out. But that ability to kind of know how to score, how to do it efficiently, it doesn't, even when like, he's not necessarily shooting well, it's more just he just didn't make the shot that night, and it's because he's shooting a bunch of bad shots. Is that a rare skill for that age to, yeah. to be able to do it but know how to do it? Both. Both. It's, he's a talented kid, and, um, you know, he played kind of the wing and the full foursome uh, in high school. He's really well coached, but um, maybe didn't get the – you know, I think he, we're seeing all of his kind of repertoire of ball skills, and, uh, and he's really grown in that area too. Um, he's got some guys really well coached in high school. He's got a great trainer in Jason Dawson. He's a really committed uh, kid in terms of working on his skills and uh, back, you know, back to his maturity. But he can get to his spots as well as anybody I've coached. Chris, you talked after the last game about when you get guys rest, but Malachi and the freshman wall, obviously tonight was not an opportunity yeah. to do that, but he comes through. You know, when you, when you have a freshman who can continue to fight through things, he says he's feeling good, you know, physically as, as good. much as anyone is. Good. Um, you know, what does that do when, when a young guy can do that for you? Yeah, he's, uh, we've, we've uh, you know, I, I, I told you guys last, after the Iowa game, I played him more than I'd like to play him. It's not like, I, I just would like to, I just want to try to keep him fresh. But we've just needed every minute from him and his ability to play, make, and, and have ball skills and, and to, you know, make reads and get to his spots. You know, with our team this year, sometimes Cedric can do that. We have some other guys that can do it at times, but uh, he certainly uh, can do it at the highest level right now. Sort of a strange question, but is he the player he is right now if you guys have justice? Capable of kind of taking that role over. You know, I know it's a bigger um, picture question, but it's a good question. But I would like to see what that was like. Okay. <laughs> if you're giving me an option, I'll play. I'd like to see Justice out there and see if Malachi figured it out. I think he probably would. Well, I think it was the first or second game he made some passes. I think it was also DJ. First game. Yeah. And was that to something Zed. you guys? Or to Zed, yes. Was that something you guys knew early on he could no. do? No. We we put him in some of those spots. Uh, early, but um, I don't think you know that until the lights are on fully. Um, I don't think you fully know that until the lights are on. After Iowa grabbed 20 offensive rebounds the other day, so Indiana comes against 15, I know against Iowa you said you just felt like they hustled, they got more of those balls. Do you think that happened today? Do you think it was more long rebounds? There, there were some long rebounds, but we got to get better at it. I mean, we got to get better at that. Like, that's that's got to be more important to us. Uh, than what it is right now. Bottom line, it's got to be more important to us than what it is right now. There are some that bounced over our heads. There were some long rebounds. Their size got us at times. But um, 
I've got to coach that better, and we've got to take more ownership in that. It's not, it's not acceptable right now. Coming off that Iowa loss, back at home, the short turnaround, how much does this win, kind of climbing out there, it looked like you might drop another game, how much does it mean to the team to kind of be able to pull out a win here? I think it means I think it means a lot. We beat a good team. Uh, we beat a good team that had you know time to. I don't know what all you know if that's overrated having time to prepare, but certainly they had a freshness to them. But we beat a good team. Um, I just think it's a huge, huge boost for us. I just, I just think the poise, the composure, and the grit we showed late. Uh, I cannot. It just can. There cannot be enough said about that with our, with our guys. Um, they just can't, and uh, super proud of them. Chris, this isn't a team that's lost back-to-back -back games at all this season. What has allowed? Is it maturity? Is it? Is it? What has allowed you guys to regroup and kind of, you know, build those? EJ, Kyle, Justin, Jamari, our uh, our captains, Justice, um, th those five guys. Your captains are the one that set the tone for that after a loss. So. It's those those guys set the tone in the locker room. I didn't mean to cut you off, but those guys set the tone in the locker room after a loss. Okay, two more Spencer and Steve. I guess kind of build up with that asked earlier. They talked about that freshman ball and how that when you see a performance like that, does that almost make you, you know, start to ask him to practice and things like that? Hey, are you sure you're feeling fine? Because it certainly didn't seem like he's hitting any sort of wall up there. Yeah, and listen, uh, if there's no wall, I'm good with that. <laughs> okay. Well, so I'm not. Let's not. Let's not make up a, a wall if there is no wall. Um, uh, I'm. I'm fine with there being no wall at any time. I just am aware of the amount of minutes I'm playing a young guy with young legs, and uh, and now we've asked him to do a lot more than what we did earlier in the year. Um, but um, you know, and he's responded to times where he struggled. He struggled at Michigan early and I uh, struggled defensively at times Garden Brooks and then he responded in the second half and was better on both ends so I think we're going to continue to have those kind of moments uh, from him he's not he's not going to be you know this every night um, it's too much to expect of a kid but he's been phenomenal yeah, all's well that ends well obviously but this was a little bit reminiscent of the other day when uh, I think until that jam that Liddell had with five seconds left, I think he went 12 minutes and had one field goal. Just, uh, I don't know, what were they doing over the course of that second half? After you got ahead by 11, they just kind of... Is this the last question? <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to leave on this question. <laughs> Add one more question to this here. I'll answer this one. I need okay, one more question. Can somebody come up with something better than okay. that? Okay. No, it's, not, it's a good question. It's a fair question, but I need a better one to go home on. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd have to look at it. I'd have to look at it, Steve. I, I don't know. Um, I'd have to, you know, I think we missed some shots. I think we um, didn't play with quite enough force. Uh, but they're a good defensive team, so give them credit. They're a really good defensive team. But I did not love our execution and our pace during that stretch. Um, so I'd have to look at it. I just did not love... I, the, the, I didn't love our execution and pace. I thought we missed some open looks um, and give their defense credit. Given what's on the schedule next, uh, I guess the same question points out earlier. The magnitude of this kind of win, to avoid a team losing streak, when you know what's coming next on the road and then another road trip after that, yeah. to, to get this one uh, looking forward, I guess. Yeah, you know what? I, I think I try
because you can drive yourself crazy. I mean, I'll just be spinning in my office and, you know, immediately think of worst case scenarios and five game losing streaks. And, you know, I, I just, I think as much as anything, I have about six things that I write on my notes every game. Okay. And, um, they are things that are really, really important to me in life and in coaching. And um, staying in the moment is certainly one of them. I have something that I say that just tries to remind me to stay as present as possible. So uh, this win was important, but um, I try not to look too far ahead, and we didn't wallow in the loss on Saturday either. You can't in this league. you got to move forward. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Chris. Have a good one.